Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Firm. I am your co-host, Alex Gore. I'm here with the main host, Lance Psycho, who is basically running the show from the outline. Uh, But before we get to him, I just want to mention one thing. If you are looking to up your Revit skills or improve your speed, proficiency, or the level of detail that you uh, produce in your drawings, go to RevitRocketShip.com. Check it out. Money back guarantee if you don't like it. It should make you faster, more productive, more confident, um, and hopefully more reward in the end because of all those things. RevitRocketShip.com. I love it, Al. I hope everybody jumps on the rocket ship. Uh, I also want to remind you and the listeners about ARCAT. With project conditions changing and limited time to get things done, it's good to have information at your fingertips. ARCAT.com provides architects, engineers, spec writers, and contractors with the most comprehensive libraries of building product content and design so you can access it quickly and efficiently. Even better, ARCAT.com is free to use and requires no registration, so visit today and access the information you need now. I also want to remind everybody about PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm. Head over to that link, click on it, uh, <clears throat> take a look at what they do. Pella Luxury is a world-class collection of brands brought together to provide window and door solutions to the building industry and beyond. Duratherm and Riley are the true pioneers of industry. They are doing what no one else has done building, and they are designing beyond the status quo. These brands do not push beyond the limits. They set them. Explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. That's PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm. Let's talk about basics, okay? Yeah. Websites, every firm should have a website. But how do you get to those websites? You normally get to those websites through Google, and there's Google listing listings and there's Google ads. So let's talk about what is a Google business listing and how do you get it up to par? Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I'm going to pull up is, since you're literally coming uh, inside the firm with us, we're going to take a look at our Google business listing. So I've got it pulled up on the screen here. And the first thing I want to point out is 72 five-star reviews that F9 has. Sort of a humble brag, but the importance of that. And then also, <clears throat> when you take a look at uh, the the listing on Google, there's a couple there's a couple pointers that I want to give out to everybody. So, so back to the reviews, though. The reviews are super important, right? Because if you look up, I'm going to look up right now. Colorado. Uh, I'm just typing in architect Colorado. Yep. And uh, <coughs> what I what I usually find is shoot architect. Colorado. I'll go to maps. Yeah, maybe in maps is what I need to go. Just Google Maps. Maps. Let's see if I can't. Something yeah. like that. Shoot, why aren't why, they pulling? This up? is weird. Hmm. Let me just go to Google Maps. Yeah. Here we go. And then architect. I'm just going to type in architect. Perfect. This is what I was hoping for, right? 
So uh, if I zoom out a little bit further too, I think that'll be helpful. Perfect. Even better. Yep. And I just want to, <laughs> without calling out names, but it's just Google. Um, is it's if you, if you look at the competitors we're up against, you know the the the, the listings here are just speaking for themselves. That's all. Just want to point. So out. so some some uh, architecture firms have twelve reviews. Some have nine. Some have one. Some have nine, and these are great firms. Yeah, there's some really great firms. Yeah, eighteen. Arcadia is amazing. Rodwin is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sulfur Span. Yeah. I mean. Yep. Yeah. But look at uh, and then Colorado Pro uh, Pond, Pond Pros, Pros. Is, is a landscape architect, but still they're killing it. Forty-two uh, reviews, an average rating of four point five. Right. But look at how much how how well you can position. Wow, is amazing. Yep. Look how well you can position yourself if you. Ask for those five-star reviews at the high point, at a positive point. Usually for us, it's when, hey, you guys have obtained your permit. Awesome. It was a pleasure serving you. Um, we would we would be grateful for your five-star review. And that sets the base for your awesome Google uh, business profile. And uh, I realized that, so the biggest, you know, the thing about uh, the Google business profile is like, <clears throat> It's not just about those five-star reviews, right? It's about <clears throat> something else. So what I wanted, to, so what I have here is, whoa, that, there we go, an article by Fitz Small Business, perfect for us, right? About uh, the Google Business Listing, okay? And <clears throat> why this is why this is relevant is we recently switched. We took we took marketing money we were spending in Facebook and switched it over to Google uh, Google Ads coupled with the base that we have set up for ourselves for success with a Google business listing that is complete. It has, it has a ton of uh, reviews. It's got projects on there and uh, you know, e everything else that goes with that. Al, how have like you've been on fire with sales lately and inquiries and everything so much so that you actually passed it on to me yesterday. What have you seen as far as an increase in quality, quality leads? Yep. Three new clients and stay on this, please. This page. Yeah. Three new clients in in uh, great housing clients in like two weeks. Um, so Lance has pulled up and it, it's comparing Facebook for from to Google. And here's what can be deceiving. If you look at average con conversion rate. And what we're looking at, just one second, Al. Sorry, I got to do this. You'll see from if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook ads versus Google ads at a glance. So on the left hand side is Facebook ads, right hand side is Google ads. Go ahead. Yep. Go back up. Here's the cost. Facebook one dollar seventy two, Google's per click two sixty nine. Go down, please. Yep. Click through rate one point one for Facebook, two for Google, which is great. But then the conversion rate, Facebook has nine point two, Google has four point. These are just averages, industry averages. But here's what I was going to say: if you are searching for an architect, honestly, at night, it doesn't matter what time. Are you going to Facebook and doing that, or are you doing it? On Google. You're and doing it on Google. You're doing it on Google because Google is the new uh, Yellow Pages. Yep. Remember the Yellow Pages? Because here's the difference. Facebook ads. Let's say I was selling a, a cool water bottle that sterilizes water, right? Oh, if that pops up on Facebook, like I might buy that 16. I don't know how much these things cost. 50 bucks thing. But if I'm searching for an architect, I'm actually searching. This is thousands and thousands of dollars. So think of just think about that. Is it something... <clears throat> here's the differentiator in my mind. Is this something that someone can buy on a whim? 
It looks like Facebook is better. Looks like Facebook is really, really good. If this is something that's not on whim and they have to search for and research it, uh, I think Google is the way to go. Yeah, 100%. Let me see if I'm still recording. Am I recording? Uh, okay, yeah. recording, recording. Uh, from the article, even, just to back up out a little bit, Facebook ads and Google ads are the leading pay-per-click ad platforms, though they are very different platforms with unique audiences and use cases. Google ads is best for brands, products, or services. People are actively searching. Example, plumbers, architects. Whereas Facebook ads is best for advertising products or services and a particular target audience isn't necessarily actively searching for, but is likely to be interested. Example, new headphones. I didn't even read that, and that was spot on. <laughs> I thought he did. I thought I thought Al read it, and that's why wow. I just wanted to make sure I reinforced that. So he's using my brain. He's on, he's on the ball. And it just makes intuitive sense. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm also really glad that Al talked about the conversion rates and the average click-through rates. So what I had, our wonderful marketing team over at uh, Blossom Marketing, I have no idea, Aaron, how busy you guys are, but I did in a private conversation we had this morning, I did say, hey, we are going to be plugging you guys a little bit on the show today because they've done such a great job for us. If they do have openings and you are an architect um, or similar and are looking for a perfect marketing team, these guys rock. So to compare, what I was going to show is I took some snippets from the emails that Aaron and I sent back and forth, and that was <clears throat> the average conversion rate for us has been in August, for example, we spent only 250 bucks. Our average conversion rate was 7.16. September, it was 10.13. October to date, 20.29%. Aaron then said, this is amazing. Budget is 500. We've only spent 100 bucks so far, and obviously, as Alex was saying, it is for us. It has just been like a hockey stick, yep, um, sort of rate. So, uh, <clears throat> and then our average click through uh, was below the industry standard in August, 1.17. September, 2.52. October to date, 4.42 percent. Huge. So back to the article again, just to compare those. The average click-through rate, again, we were below, but now we're trending above. And the conversion rate, we're like destroying out of the water. But it all starts from that fundamental base yep. of a solid Google business listing. So I can't really stress that enough. So if you're wondering, because Alex and I ask this all the time, like, what should, to the marketing team, like, should we be spending, like, what is, what is the conversion rate? Is Are we just blowing money? Like, does it, where should we actually be spending our money? And our conclusion is that we are on the right track right now with mm-hmm. Google Google AdWords. So, yep, absolutely. Okay, cool. I hope that was helpful. Check out Blossom Marketing again. Those guys are awesome, yeah. gals. And uh, were you going to go to point number two, Digital Examiner, Google Business Profile? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I had another link. Let me go back to that real quick. Uh. Google Business, why is it needed? <laughs> why do I need it? So this article also backs backs it up, right? A couple bullet points I'll go over. Google My Business allows for the following marketing strategies, all of which can help and increase your client base and revenue stream. Google My Business allows you to engage with customers directly through Google. You can respond to reviews, enable direct messaging, set up alerts. You can even use Google My Business to publish posts to your Google's, Google Business profile. Through your Google Business, My Business Account Dashboard, you can provide a business hours, link to your company website, products, pricing, other details, right? Um, 
and so get all that again re, get all that stuff in there the photos are super important and uh <clears throat> basically the last thing they say is in order to this is why I'm this is what kind of the, to recap the whole thing in order to have an effective Google my business account you must complete all elements of your profile so don't leave any stone unturned you must also verify your location add real images videos of your business also incorporating keywords in your profile, encouraging reviews and answering all questions, optimize your profile. Finally, it's imperative to keep your information up to date. Once you have my, a, my Google My Business account, the sky's the limit in terms of accessing potential customers. Finally, here's the, here's the kicker. By utilizing SEO strategies to op optimize your account, you can increase your revenue stream and we are doing it here. So don't take my word for it. All the folks are saying it, we're saying it from on the ground here. It is working. If it was me, that's where I'd be spending my money. Okay, next thing, since I'm kind of running the topic sphere, is exactly. rude potential clients and what oh. to do about them. <laughs> so, uh, recently, we've had some pretty interesting interactions with people. Uh, supposedly, Al's the bad guy in a few instances, even though I'm usually the bad guy, apparently. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about what you can do and what I've been advocating for for a very long time. So my most recent interaction was I had, we use Thumbtack as well to um, to generate leads for us. And I can't say enough good stuff about Thumbtack. I still wish they would be a sponsor for the show. Maybe they will be one day. But I had an interaction with someone through our Thumbtack account uh, where I sent out a proposal for them, followed up a couple times via email, followed up a couple times via text, finally got a hold of this person, and I literally got hung up after I said the following. The following was, hey, my name is Lance, architect you've been talking with on Thumbtack, sent over a proposal a week ago, following up to see if you're ready to do the next steps, and uh, click. Just click. I was like, this is crazy. So rather than just complaining and not doing anything about it, what I did is I sent a report back to Thumbtack and said, hey, this is what happened. Um, it would be nice if... So first of all, I think I should get a refund for this because this is a very quali uh, uh, low quality, poor lead. I literally got hung up on and we shouldn't have to pay for it. It would be nice if one day you guys would allow reverse... Mm. Uh, reviews. Reviews. So why aren't we allowed to review potential clients or even existing clients like it's got to go back and forth because with thumbtack you basically if you're if you're there's two sides to it there's the professional side and then there's the customer side sure enough i, I couldn't believe it this morning 6 53 a.m i got the email pulled up here got a back got an email back from support at thumbtack morning lance my name is austin i'm with thumbtack support i wanted to follow up regarding the experience you had with samantha uh i am so i am sorry that you had that experience, it sounds like she was very rude and unprofessional towards you while you were doing everything in your power to create ex great experience for this customer. I know other sites let pros or businesses give a rating towards customers, so that is not a bad idea. Blown away that they actually are still entertaining this, and I am pushing hard for it. Definitely something to take back to my team is some feedback. Sure enough, <clears throat> so then... I, I responded back and said, thanks for all the compliments, blah, blah, blah. They emailed back one more time and said, I think it would be better. And I basically said, I'm glad you guys are open to the reverse review idea. And he goes, I think it would be beneficial as well. Uh, so feel free to speak up. And I think if enough of us do this on every lead generation 
area that we can or entity, even if it's Google Business again, if enough of us speak up, I think eventually the professionals are going to get their voices heard and we will get to do the reverse reviews. That way there's accountability and I wouldn't even call it account competition, but it's just leveling the playing field. Yeah, like Uber and all of that. Yeah, like Uber. Exactly. So It's weird because I've heard uh, an anecdotal story, but like, I th- uh, well, we know this from going to city councils. It's not what the actual public wants. It's who shows up and complains. So, for example, Bingo. whenever you're trying to get something done, yep. you group everyone together. You all go to city hall. Five people talk about the same thing. <laughs> Man, the whole city must be thinking this. How did they get five right. people to show up at the right. same time? When really it's like you just... The five people complain about it. You're like, hey, should we all show up at the same time? Yeah, that seems great. Yeah. Um, the same thing. It, I heard it with a store. I can't remember where I was listening to. But this lady wanted a certain type of bread at this store. And she went in and asked for it. And they said, no, nah, we don't carry that. Can't have it. She comes in two weeks later. It's there. And she asked the same. She goes back to the manager. Like, oh, this is great. Thanks for doing this. She's like, yeah, someone else came in and asked for it. So, And she goes, it was literally two people. Like two people asked for it, so then they carried the bread. It matters. Yep. It 100% matters. Um, we haven't done this for a while, but I thought it was very pertinent, and I want your take on this. You haven't heard this yet, Al. It is about a seven-minute clip, and so you'll see mm. it soon on. You'll hear it soon, and then you'll see it on the on the YouTube. I had a wonderful guest on uh, Monday Morning Coffee. Uh, his name his name is Tyler uh, Suo- <coughs> Sumala, and. Um, I'm going to give you guys a preview of some of the discussion that we had. If you're putting it on your calendar of when, whoops, one second here. If you're putting it on your calendar of when you might actually hear this episode from Tyler, and I need to go back even one more time uh, to find, there it is, uh, when that episode might might occur is I have Tyler scheduled on November 7th, his episode is going to air. And Tyler is a serial learner obsessed with helping architects optimize all things business development, sales, marketing, operations. He's, he was, it, was a, it was one of my favorite conversations I've had so far on the show. Uh, you can check out his website. It's called tylertactics.com. He, spent, he sends one quick and powerful tactic to help architects attract high-quality clients every Sunday morning. And one of the things we talked about <coughs> was um, a transformational statement. And so again, sort of relating back to the website and once you drive people through the get Google AdWords or whatever else you're using, how important this might be. And I wanted to get Al's take on f- forming one for us um, based on kind of what I was saying. And maybe it even translates from here. So here we go. Next one is uh, trans- trans- transformation statements are magnets for high quality clients. Yesterday, my subscribers learned how to build one in four minutes. Want to attract high quality clients and quick with quick and easy tactics? Join the party at tylertactics.com. Uh, what are transformational statements? Unpack that. Yeah, you want it? All right, we'll give you we'll give you kind of the free breakdown. All right, so let's do one for F9. Actually, let me pull it up on, on my side too. So oh so I don't miss it. Um all right, so the first one is going to be like who is your ideal client? If you were to group it, like as a like, I, I've seen your website. It seems like you mostly do you do mostly residential. Maybe I would. 
Yeah, uh, about 50%. Well, I, I just tell people this. I, like Maybe I should have a spreadsheet <laughs> at some point. I would say 50% of our work is uh, single family, 25% multifamily, and 25% uh, the rest is uh, institutional, commercial, light industrial, okay. that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So let's take let's take the single family as an example, just for, for this, and say, what is the what is the normal state of the single family um, like client that's coming to you? Are they coming to you because they they're growing and they want a bigger home? Are they coming to you because like what's what's the primary challenge they're coming to you for? Uh, yeah, I would say what they're doing is they're either they're either, they're either let's just do if it's new construction. If it's new construction, it could be a multitude of things. Um, but if I had to boil it down, I would say it is it is folks that are probably that are that are ready to take that next leap. They're seasoned uh, buyers, um, folks that have owned previous homes. Maybe this is their second or third time around. Maybe they've never worked with an architect, and that's okay. But they yeah. certainly have lived in an, and owned enough homes to know what they hate. Okay. And, yeah. And that's usually one of my yeah. favorite questions to ask. Them yeah. Is, and it kind of what throws them off. But I'm like, it's such a good icebreaker. I'm like, just tell me what you hate. Like I, yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear exactly what what you hate, so I know how to transform your, you know, what your needs are based on that sort of what you never want to experience again in a piece of residential yeah. architecture. How we facilitate that for you? Yeah. They're usually high earners. They're usually a combined where we operate, two hundred k plus sort of family. Okay. Um, so no, so they're in that one percent, not the point one, but the one percent for sure in terms of just America. Um, and, and they're usually educated. They're usually highly educated. They usually at least both have bachelor's, maybe master's. And they're usually, a lot of them are in the software. We're kind of like okay. in a Silicon Valley-ish area in Boulder Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think you'd have the option then. Like, so what I say is like, grab your ICP. So your ICP in this case is like a family um, and add an adjective before it. So I think based on what you just told me, I'd say you could either say like growing families or you could say high earning families, like one of those two. Um, so is, is one of those sound like more attractive to you? Uh, the high earning family. Okay, so let's say high earning family. All right, so then the second one is endpoint. What 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 are they coming to you for? Um, what do they? What is the outcome that they're hoping to get when they come to you? They're they're hoping to get what they don't know they want or, or can <laughs> visualize. They yeah. know what they want, but they can't visualize it. And so they come to us because they want us to solve that problem. They also know, especially in Boulder County, that they want the government off their back. And they expect us to be the mitigator between them. And, and that's one of the things we offer is we say, look, we are, we, are those, we are those people. We dive into the zoning codes, we dive into the building codes, and we want to make this a fun and enjoyable process for you guys so that once you guys are actually in the house, after you go through this very grueling 2000 decision plus process, yes. that you have a smile on your face yeah. and you can enjoy your house and there's no sour sort of sticky negativity that that is lingering yeah and in terms of that product that product is a home and it seems like you have maybe even a specific aesthetic that people might come to you for like what would you like what is that out like not not the process so what you were just explaining that was helpful but that was like more of the process i'm curious like that outcome that final thing that they're getting at the very end what are they walking away with or walking into i should say yeah yeah style wise they want modern mm -hmm. because they've seen east watch house it, yeah. <laughs> over and over again, they've seen East Watch House, and that has been our spearhead since we made the cover of Builder Magazine in 2021. Yeah, so they want a modern, a modern architectural home, a modern, modern home, a modern, modern architectural home, modern, modern architectural home, mm -hmm. modern, modern architectural home. Okay, so you have high earning families that want a modern architectural home. 
And then you kind of talked about this, I think, on the last one, but last, the last thing I say is differentiation. So what is something that your firm does extremely well that your clients are typically excited about that, like the people, you know, that differentiate you from your competition? Uh, we model it like it's built and therefore yeah. our drawings and our models don't lie. And uh, we back that up with the fact that we are also builders. And they they have, when they come to our office and we can walk them through literally the office that we built, designed, developed, they feel confident in mm. who they're hiring. And they're, they it sort of washes away all of this worry because that's the biggest problem is folks come and they go, first of all, we don't know what an architect does. So we explain yeah. that. And then the second thing they, they worry about is um, that they're like, how do I know I'm hiring the right architect? Somebody that's going, yep. to, going to really alleviate all of this stress. You know, I can't, yeah. I can't stress enough to these potential clients. Like you will make 2000 plus decisions on this house. It is a yep. daunting task. But we're here to help you navigate through that. Yeah. So it almost sounds like, I mean, it's, it's like knowledge, but you, you focus on like a stress-free experience as stress as stressless as it can get right i mean it's that's yeah. possible to be stress free but mm -hmm. let's say stress free for the sake of marketing so you help high earning families that want a um, modern architectural home and you differentiate that through let's say um uh, stressless experience yeah. so those are like your x y and z and so you frame those together you can do it like a few different right ways right so it'd be we help um x designer create Y with or without Z. So it could be, we help high, high earning families um, create uh, modern architectural homes without stress. That's like a really, that tells your, someone comes to your website, you have that at, on, at, on your header right there. That tells that family exactly what they're looking for. And I can guarantee you that you're the only one you're the only one in your area that's saying that exact thing that's speaking specifically to that client. And that's why like the, I call it a transformation statement because you're speaking directly to the people that you want and telling them exactly what they're going to get um, and the way that they're going to get it and why it's different. And that's so powerful because you're going to be the only one saying that and you can consistently lean on that throughout throughout the process of them deciding what architect they want to lean on. This is what we do. Like, that's what you said. Like, this is literally what we do. You are a high earning family. You do want a modern architectural home and you don't want the stress. And we're the only ones that do that. Thoughts. I like it. And then I'm extremely cautious. Okay. Because you, you focus on that person or that group. Yeah. And by default, you are excluding everything else. So if you come, if, if, and, and I have a semi solution, if you come to our website and you see that yeah. and you go, Oh, that's not me. Yeah. They don't do multifamily. They don't do like, you know, they might not consider themselves high earning uh -huh. depending, like they might make $200,000 a year and be like, Oh, I don't make a million dollars a year. Yeah. And then like, it's not, th these people aren't for us yep. because it's so clear that yep. that's who they want. Yep verse and what if it's still a stressful <laughs> what if no matter what our efforts are it's still a stressful um it's still a stressful endeavor right yeah it's like tyler was saying you can't get rid of all the stress go ahead you're in so so i think that maybe those could be ads that then link to our portfolio page you know what i mean like are you this or yeah we, right is that aaron are we, you listening Aaron, yeah <laughs> right and we have a meeting with her next week so i would we should talk to her about this. What if it's a series of these? Yes. Yeah. 
So that's one. But the other way too is is can we you were put on the spot there, right? Yeah. And you could see me kind of floundering a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, my autistic yep. brain is going like, oh, I got to focus on one thing. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm now put on the spot, but I'll put myself on the spot. So this is going to be terrible, right? But <laughs> okay. something like this, okay. we, we, <laughs> we help people like, uh, um, we help client, we help clients Yep. design amazing structures that will actually, you know, like. So, so in, a, in a stress-free working environment or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Or or, or we help. This is a, a ramble on sentence, right? We help uh, people. Who, who We help clients who want architects with building experience. Desi- design the building of their dream in a stress, you know, a stress-free environment. So, like, can we change it so that it isn't. So right. exclusive. Yep. But <clears throat> the thing is, here's all the trade-off. It's always it's always a trade-off. Yeah. Like, if we had enough clients, like, this is what he would say to that. Like, well, if you could only get those clients, wouldn't you want to do the, only that? Yes. But what happens it, when those clients go away when the economy crashes? Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny that you said, it's not so funny, but it's like, it's very interesting, the timing every single time. There's a bit of providence going on here. So like last night I was sitting, I, said, I, I, uh, I got home late from, uh, and my wife was, and I made myself a grilled cheese sandwich for supper. That's what I had last night. And I go- Bachelor style or regular style? Define bachelor style. <laughs> bachelor style is made by our reader today, Old Man River, my dad. Ah! <laughs> you uh, put two pieces of bread in a toaster pops out you put cheese in it you microwave it and then you eat it over the sink holy cow talk about providence no no here okay so i was so i was so i was i was workshopping with my my wife and i do like improv together like we do a lot of yes and and we have fun and so i was chump i was eating my grilled cheese sandwich and i and i I did not make it so to answer your question i did not make a bachelor style yeah i'll tell you why it's going to play into it i made a uh i made a your mom style Oh, grilled cheese. That? Okay, it's so down to the again, like excluding people. So what it was was like, uh, first of all, uh, you even mentioned bread earlier in the show, and so uh, I, I asked my wife a couple weeks ago. I'm like, can we stop getting the pre-manufactured bread? Can we start getting the bread that's made like from the store? It's way better for you. It's like sure. it's like why the Italians aren't fat. It's yeah. why it's why Americans are fat, right? All these preservatives and stuff. So she's been getting me this amazing bread. You love bread. Yeah. And uh, so I got this awesome, like, sort of sourdough bread. I had two kinds of cheeses on there. It was, it was gourmet. on the level gourmet. Uh, seriously. So I go, as I'm workshopping with my wife and I, improving, and I go, like, okay, what would be the, what would be the name of the, uh, if you opened, if you opened up a grilled cheese sandwich shop? Yeah. What would be the name of it? And uh, she said, like, cheesies or something like that. Yeah. I don't even, I can't even remember what she said. It was something kind of, I was like, eh. And she was like, okay, what would you, and I was just waiting for her. Like, come on, ask me, ask me. Yeah. And I go, it would be your mom's your mom's grilled cheese. Ah. I'm like, she was, and then here's the exclusivity part. She goes, well, my mom's grilled cheese was terrible. Like, I wouldn't go to your shop because like, all I would think of is my mom's grilled cheese. Her mom, she skipped one step. So your dad is a little bit better. Old Man River, if you're listening, you're, you, you made slightly better <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich. He'll be happy to hear. He'll be happy here's to hear this. Here's the step she missed. Michael. She would just take two raw pieces of bread, put some cheese in the middle, and microwave it. She wouldn't even toast it. No. 
wrong. Okay. Incorrect. So then I go, oh, she, and I go, she goes, you know what you should, my mom's nickname is BZ. Everybody calls her BZ. She goes, you should call it BZ Sheezies. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually yes. not bad. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. Yes. And I go, okay, but could I at least have on the menu then when you walk in your mom's grilled cheese as like the best one that I think it is. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, but I would never order it because <laughs> I would still think yeah. it's just microwaved in a microwave. So if Runza can be a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> that exists, I think Beezy's Cheesies, and this is how I would, it, feel free to steal this idea or, or let's just make it. Let's put some money down and make it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it has to be fast food like a Ziggy's, like those coffee shops that yeah. are in parking lots. And it's, it's only a couple things, okay? And this is not good for the American health whatsoever. Okay. Thanks uh, for clarifying. Yep. Cheeseburgers, hot dogs, maybe chicken strips. Not bad. That and would be tasty. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I so, don't want to perpetuate this like uh, fast food society and all that, but like Beezy's Cheesies. Not like, bad, right? Yeah. Beezy's Cheesies. Exactly. It's got a big old... The sign has like you know a, how convenient, like oh, I can get a hot dog or I can get that or chicken strip. Sure, like I'm a, I'm on the run. Yeah, I gotta go get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what if time out? Sourdough bread, like you said, get some good cheese. Get some. You can get decent hot dogs. I wonder, and dude, if we do uh, the Canes way, they just use the same bun for like everything. So, like, the sourdough bread becomes your hot dog bun? Yeah. Beezy's cheesies. And, oh, sorry. <laughs> Can we add uh, 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 bread under butter? Wow. <laughs> Which is just buttered bread, but with a lot, a lot of butter. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do we got next, Al? We got, uh, I believe we got a read from Old Man River. Let's hear it. Hey, Alex and Lance. Old Man River here, and I'm glad you guys liked the meme I shared this uh, Tuesday morning, October the 4th. And as far as the words that I had in that, I'd seen them before, really liked them, and I'm glad you guys like them too. And they went like this. You either want it or you don't. There's no in-between. If you want something bad enough, you'll fight for it. If it's important, you'll find a way, and if you don't, you'll find an excuse. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. There we go. You know, my, the, I, I've been, I toy with this all the time in my head. I see people on social media, especially millennials and Gen Z, posting about how they, I can never afford a house. That is your excuse for not, like, do you really want it? You will, if you really want to get into your first starter house, you will do whatever it takes. You will eat sliced bread manufactured with cheese in it and you will just microwave it for 30 days and save your money and and save up the down payment to get into that house 100 percent. old my river thanks so much for that one thing i would say is uh i really appreciate the evolution you've taken on facebook i feel like you're starting to get a little trolly i really appreciate that and <laughs> the second thing is the memes like i'm seriously i was like i showed al the other day i was like your dad's making memes he's like he's not making me i'm like that's a meme Go to, I, I want you to, Old Man River, you'll love this. Go to imgflip.com, imgflip.com. That's where I make most of my memes. 
you are going to. I am unleashing. What am I unleashing? A monster, a meme monster, of a giving man. you this information. See which? See, there's all kinds of free images on there that you can make your memes on now, and uh, and share them with us. The reason why I said it isn't a meme, <laughs> which you don't know, he's been doing this for the last 15 years and just sending them to us via email. Oh, and now he's public. Yeah. Yeah, with it. Literally, he's been memeing before memeing was memeing. <laughs> he's the me- he's the original meme master. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So let's go to our last segment, Airy Jeopardy, and bring down the crew. Let's do it. Question number one. <clears throat> According to the IRC, exterior walls are required to be rated for exposure to fire from both sides. If the fire separation distance is of how many feet or less? Is it A, three feet, B, 10 feet, C, five feet, or D, 15 feet? I wanted to collude and do ADA questions, but everyone was. Mm. What do you, C, C, the answer is B, 10 feet. Uh, Question two, projections are not permitted in a fire separation distance of less than, is it A, three feet, B, two feet, C, five feet, D, 10 feet? What was the question again? Projections, like an overhang, are not permitted if the fire separation distance is less than how many feet? Three feet, two feet, five feet, 10 feet. According to IRC? Nope. Nope, sorry. B. Oh, IB, oh. Oh, and the first one was IBC too. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Correct that. Just you do it. You both are incorrect. It is A. What do we got for scores? Zero. One Ross attacks. <sighs> you, you have zero too, Jason? Okay. All right. Number three. Wait. What? Are you incorrect? What did you do? Yes, because they can project 24 inches in five feet. That's the most they can project to then, to then three feet. Which means zero. Yeah. Number three, what is the calculated amount of illumination on a surface called? Is it A, surface illumination area, B, foot candle, C, candle foot, D, illuminary? Wait on Jason. All right. Jason says B, foot candle, T money. B, foot candle. You guys are both correct. Ross, what did you say? All right. Number four. This could be the winner. What is one disadvantage of using a steel structural system? A, expense. B, cost. I guess the same thing. Uh, C, code. D, fireproofing. What is one disadvantage of using a steel structural system? A, expense. B, cost. D, code. C, code. D, fireproofing. Yep. Yes. One is one disadvantage. Yes, sir. Yep. For the win. D, what'd you pick? Cost? Correct answer is D. Team, team you money. You had it. You had it. Team money. Where are we going to eat? That pizza place. That pizza place. Yay. Okay. That's it. All right, if you, uh, if you like this episode, watch it on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave us a positive comment. If you're listening on to, uh, iTunes or any terrestrial format, leave us a five-star review on iTunes especially. We'll see you next week.